0: Hey, this is Invisible Kid, and this is Save Me From Myself Dealing With Depression. Before I get started, I just wanted to warn you, this will contain very sensitive subjects like depression, self-harm, and suicide. I want to talk about this in hopes that it will help somebody with depression to find help or to come to the realization that they are actually worth it and they're not a burden. Or to possibly get others to understand that we are not just seeking attention and we're not lazy. We actually need help, depression. From a very young age, I suffered from depression, and I still do to this day. I know how hard it can be, and it feels as if you can't turn to anyone because they just simply won't understand. But there are people out there, just like you, facing depression. However, I've had people tell me that I just want attention or I'm lazy because it'll prevent me from doing things that I do on a normal day, when in reality, I just, don't care enough or I don't have the will to do anything. Depression is draining. You lose your appetite, you lose sleep, and on top of that you want to be secluded. People will push it off like it's no big deal when actually it really is. It can get serious very quickly and it shouldn't be taken lightly. It's a very serious mental disorder. Depression affects 1 out of every 15 adults. There are times when you desperately want help but can't confide in anyone, and there are times where it gets so bad and it leads to self-harm, and even worse, suicidal thoughts and tendencies. There is a difference between being sad or grieving and depression. Being sad is not the same as having depression. Oh I cannot stress this enough. But through grieving, it can bring on major depression, depending on how bad the trauma really is. Self-harm and suicide. I will not be talking about self-harm and suicide, and I will be sharing a few stories about what happened to me. So, some of these may be a bit graphic. I started to self-harm at 14 years old, and I stopped at 20. I've been clean for 5 years? I did it because I felt like I was becoming numb to everything, and to feel pain made me feel somewhat normal. Then it got much worse before it got better, which leads me to my first story about my first attempt at suicide. I remember most of these incidents very well, they still haunt me to this day. It was a very late night, when I knew that everyone would be asleep. I was already thinking about suicide for a while, and finally thought that now was the time. I didn't write a note or anything like you would think. I just went and got a knife and stabbed it into my leg, pulling it back, more or less creating a huge gaping cut in my leg. Then I walked out on the porch and down into the woods, limping in the rain, bleeding out everywhere. My friend woke up and saw the trail of blood and ran after me. I passed out in the woods woke up in the hospital. If you wouldn't have woken up, I wouldn't be here today. Nobody understands why I did it, because I never told anyone. I kept it all bottled up, which only made it worse. And the fact that I was forced to see a therapist didn't help at all. I was so uncomfortable talking to them, and they didn't really seem like they cared much anyways. But a year later was my second attempt, and it was the worst one by far. I was alone, or so I thought, and I was not that far from a lake. I had been there for quite some time, contemplating on whether I should actually do it now. Which I eventually uh, decided on going through with it. I walked into the lake knowing that I can't swim. And I made my way to where I knew I had no way of getting back out. I knew this is what I wanted, but my brain was telling me otherwise. So I had frantically flailed about trying to catch my breath, only to swallow mouthfuls of water. Then everything went black, and what felt like seconds later, I was opening my eyes to a homeless man, holding me, crying, praying that I would make it. Then in my brain, something clicked. I realized that I really needed to find someone, who I actually trusted, to help me. Because after seeing this random person, who pretty much had nothing, to care so much, and have so much compassion for someone that they've never met in their life, I'm very lucky to be here today. Life is worth living. Looking back, I should've put an actual effort in finding someone to talk to or to find someone that could help me. Because if those people that I had talked about wouldn't have been there, I wouldn't be here today. Life is worth living, and all life is precious. And We fail to realize that we aren't actually here for that long. So trying to make the most of life while you're still alive is actually very important. I know bowling can also play a big part in depression and suicide, and it's difficult. I know, I've been through it. But that's a discussion for another time. Life is worth it, you're worth it, and anyone who says otherwise will forever be wrong. There are a great deal of people out there that truly want to help and these are some numbers of some places that you can call if you are thinking about or going to commit suicide. They are very sweet and understanding people that actually want to help. They volunteer their time to do this. The first number is 1-800-784-2433. The second one is 1-800-273-8255. And the last one is one 800 eight two seven seven five seven one. And just remember, you are worth it. You always will be. And there is someone out there who wants to help. You.